Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. Well, today is September 23rd, and I hope you guys are ticking away the days to Christmas. It'll be here soon. But aside from that, we finally have some cool weather in Arizona, and everybody knows I'm in Arizona. My special guest today is someone that I met online. She is a CKD designer. She lives in Bergen County where I grew up. So this had to be. Sharon Sherman sounds like she knows everything about kitchen design. So she's going to help us out and suggest some good things about, well, we're not going to tell you until I uh, get her on the line. Hey, Sharon, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you, Nancy. I'm really, really happy to be here. I'm looking forward to talking about everything kitchens, baths, and beyond. Well, today we're not going to talk about kitchens. We're going to talk about something that you are an expert in, and that is home offices. Now, because of the pandemic, I'm sure everybody has scurried around to find a place in their house to turn into a home office, or maybe they had one already. But I want you to talk about how they can make that space better, or if they didn't have one, how they can create a home office. Where do we start? Well, I think the most important thing to think about is um, if you're someone who's going to be sitting a lot, you need to have a really comfortable chair. And then you really need a place to be able to call your office bubble so that you have a spot that you know you can go to, whether it's to open your laptop or to take a phone call, um, a place that you're comfortable, especially if you're going to be sitting a lot, and that you can, when need be, be undisturbed. Because I'm sure you've seen uh, many things that have popped up that have, you know, the um, office meetings that are going on on Zoom with a child running by or with a pet in the background wanting to be part of what's going on. I've Um, seen that. Yeah. So those things are really important to try to think about what you are going to be comfortable with. And look, for a lot of people, we went from one day you were at work, everything was normal to the next day, at least here in New Jersey and the Northeast, the next day, everything was shut down and you're working from home. And for me, I have a dedicated space here in the house, um, as well as a studio. But that's exactly what happened to my husband, who suddenly said, I'm home now. And I kind of looked at it and went, oh boy, where are we putting you? Um, so the first and most important thing for him was a desk, a spot, and a chair, and his computer. And that was a great place for him to start. I've been uh, looking at some people who have been doing some Zoom meetings, and I think they think it's cool to share their dog or to eat while they're doing their Zoom meeting. Um, they don't care I guess what the other, well, they don't care what they're wearing either. So that's another whole story. Um, But you're right. You have to have not the coffee table where you're sitting on the floor, but it's so important to be sitting in a comfortable place, depending, I guess, on what your job is, huh? There's a, there's a, I guess that's an influence. Yeah. And, you know, for, I think people, (laughs) People forget that just because they're looking at a computer screen, they forget that people can see them and they can see what's going on around them. And um, as more office work has become less and less formal, there are open office plans. You know, I think everybody is used to working in a situation where there's milling about, there's noise, there's all kinds of different things. So when it came home, people didn't differentiate between that noise in an office and the noise in their house. So I think that was 
that was a pretty big shock to people. You know, I always recommend that you have good lighting around you so people can see you. Um, I also recommend that your computer is up high enough that you are looking directly at your computer screen and not down at people because that, you know, that's an important um, factor. But if you don't have a really good space that's either a clear space or if you've watched any of the newscasts, you have everybody sitting in front of bookshelves, not everybody has bookshelves, you know, you can so easily just get a virtual background. And these um, online meeting um, software systems, they all have the ability to have virtual backgrounds. So you can have, I use a kitchen. It's a kitchen that I designed. Um, That's my virtual background. When I'm doing things that are more fun with my friends, I'm usually sitting in front of a beach or the Golden Gate Bridge or someplace a little bit more interesting. Oh, how nice. How nice. But that's, that's, I think, important. Along with that background, if the people are in a situation where they have to be in their living room, I suggest that they put their clutter away. Yeah, I, that's like important. In the I mean, too. Yeah, one Don't. of the things, it's, it's really important to have a little portable file. You can order them online if you don't have one, but something that can either sit on your desk or sit next to you so that you can organize some things. Because even in a digital world, I I pretty much run a paperless business, but we still have pieces of paper that one needs. You're either making notes to yourself or you've got your agenda for the day, or maybe uh, you're in an occupation where you're reviewing papers or you're doing accounting, whatever it is, have something where you can actually keep yourself organized and that you can keep things neatly gathered. I like to say gathered because I think it's almost, um, it's better than just collected all around you. When you gather things together, I think it it gives it a different meaning. So it's a much nicer way to keep yourself sort of organized. So yes, it doesn't look like everything just exploded in you know one of those um, romantic comedies that that we see every once in a while on a uh, on the TV, but that's yeah. very important to neaten up your space so that you look professional because you really do need to look professional even though you are working from home. There's a guy on talk radio that I listened to, and at one point they had to uh, broadcast from his kitchen, so he was doing a podcast, a radio show, in addition to video. And I was curious what his kitchen looked like. It was pristine because he doesn't use it. In that case, it was kind of a cute background. But I'm sure there are people who don't pay attention to the dirty dishes in the sink, and they're just going to sit there and do an office meeting, and I think that's not professional. So people, clean it up. Yeah, you need to you need to consider you need to consider your audience. I think that's probably the most important the thing to remember. Consider your audience. Nobody wants to see that, you know, there's a bottle on the counter next to you or yeah I think you're you're absolutely right about clean up your space clean up your act so to speak yeah don't send don't forget and I always tell people you are your calling card so when you go to a meeting dress appropriately and the same goes for your office now that everybody's peeking into your office um, that represents you so if you are an <laughs> if you're an organizer you have to be organized if you're a designer make sure that you plant yourself in a very nice looking area. So your background looks like you've designed it well. Very good point. Yeah. So you talked about um, lighting before, and I just want to um, talk about lighting for a minute. You know, there's all sorts of lighting and there's um, light bulbs that are going to be not available, the incandescent. So I always talk about migrating from 
whatever you have to LEDs. There's an advantage to LEDs. And I found this little list. LEDs can keep your room cooler. We all know that. It does not give off any heat. But it also attracts less insects, and it will also help your plants grow. So if you don't know anything about LEDs, guess what? You can call uh, shoppremier.com. Their website has their phone number on it. It's shoppremier.com. They have lighting consultants that will help you uh, migrate, uh, help you add fixtures into your house, change the look and feel of your room by just uh, doing the proper lighting. Don't be afraid to call them. They're wonderful. They're easy to work with. They also have a website that you can order from, and they will ship anywhere in the, I think, the world, probably. Um, so it's shoppremier.com. Give them a call. They'll be happy to help you. So anyway, back to what's next in our uh, little spot that we're going to run our business from. Well, I think lighting is a perfect thing to talk about, you know, um, and I do a lot of offices. So some offices are in guest rooms, some offices are in corners, some offices actually are in a closet that has been modified. You know, some offices are actually constructed to be offices, some offices are in basements, some offices are in dining rooms right now, or living rooms, as in the case for my, you know, oh, yeah. my home. Any place you can get. <laughs> Any place you can get a wire wireless connection. So yep. I think there's there's things that you have to consider. So ambient light, you know, it's really nice to be able to have some ambient all over light. What is that? Just a general light. Um, even if it's a ceiling light. Um, I try not to sit right under ceiling lights because I find that they give you those really dark circles under your eyes. So it makes you a little tired when you're in front of a computer screen, but at least have some general lighting in the room to complement the natural light that comes in. And natural light is really super important because it's all part of our circadian rhythms and there's all kinds of other things that are associated with it. But um, natural light combined with that general lighting combined with task lighting and task lighting is in the most simplest terms is that good old desk lamp. And um, I think if you can have a lamp that will be there that you can um, have accessible, if you are doing some writing things for your computer screen, it's not quite as important because your computer screen supplies its own light. But if you are going to be doing um, Zoom meetings, you should have lighting in front of you as well so that you're not in a constant shadow because whoever you're meeting with would really like to see you. If they know you, it makes it even easier because they know who you are, so they're happy to see your face. But if you're meeting with people, as I've met with clients, they want to be able to see who they're communicating with. And um, I think proper lighting in that sense is really super important. So whether it's, um, I have pharmacy lamps all over my house because I happen to like them because they're they're movable, you know, just so that you can um, have some extra light in front of you as well as beside you and above you, it'll give you a nice general overall glow when you are having these meetings. And the LED lighting is beautiful because um, you have all different choices of um, the Kelvin or the temperature rating. So you can get slightly warmer, slightly cooler. They have a really good, what we call color rating index. So things look the right color. So it doesn't turn your walls kind of green as uh, some of those all fluorescent bulbs would do. So lighting is a really important, um, a really important factor in your desk and your office setup. I agree. Totally. Um, I was thinking if you don't know what you look like when you're doing a Zoom meeting, I would suggest doing um, maybe using your phone and doing a selfie 
And if you're holding it in the wrong position, you'll know that's what everybody's looking at. And I notice a lot of people, some well, not the newscasters, but some people who just jump on there and they're they're going viral. It looks like they're talking down, or it looks like the uh, camera is up their nose. And so get a good position, practice, before you get on a Zoom meeting, because that's what people are going to remember, right, Sharon? Absolutely. And that's such a great idea. I never thought of that, to actually take a little selfie of yourself so you can see what you're going to be like, or FaceTime with somebody. If you have a friend, FaceTime with them, because that's another way that you can really see what the background's going to look like, what you're going to sound like, what people are going to see. And you can, you know, you can work with each other, say, okay, how does my background look? How does this look? How's the lighting look? I think those are, um, those are important points. Um, and, and I, now you're in Arizona. So as you said, you know, it gets really warm. I was explaining I'm here in Northern New Jersey where it's been rainy and now the sun's coming up. So it's a little bit humid. So climate control, I think is a very important detail in your office. Um, it's really hard to work if you're too hot and it's really hard to work if you are too cold. So, um, uh, making sure that your office, if your desk is set up, if you can avoid it so you don't have cold air from your air conditioning system blowing on your shoulders all day long, because I think you'll find that you'll get really, really stiff. And, um, you know, same thing for us, it starts to get a little bit cooler uh, where your heating is located uh, so that you're not sitting right on top of the heater so that as it's heating the rest of the room and the rest of the house, depending on your systems, if you don't have separate zones, that you're not, you know, boiling your toes as you're sitting at your desk at work. Right. So I think um, climate control is really important, too. And if you need the extra coolness, you can always put in a ceiling fan or have a desk fan. Just be aware that it's real easy to blow those papers all over the place, which that is a little problem. Yes, and with an open window, that can that can happen as well. One good breeze and things do go flying. We see. We don't open windows in Arizona. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we actually had 90 degrees yesterday, and I talked to somebody, and they said we opened our windows for the first two hours of the day. Then we had to close them because it got hot again. Um, The one thing that I want to talk about is making your office area fun. Um, I was doing podcasting from my home office, and people would come in there, and they would just look around. I have a chair, miniature chair collection on the wall. I have shelves having some fun stuff. If you could turn your office into your space, there's nothing wrong with adding a collection of what you like to look at. That helps make the, well, that helps make work fun, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, you should always decorate in colors that you like. I said, bring in some plants. It's even plants just give you just a nice, um, you know, feeling that there's something living there with you. And um, it just reminds you that it's just not a sterile office environment. Um, I've even done offices where we've painted uh, on the walls with chalk paint, and then you have, um, Mm -hmm. you have chalk to write yourself notes. Um, There's, yeah, all fun. I mean, I'm just looking at, I'm sitting here as I happen to be a knitter. So here in my office, I've got my, you know, there's a big basket that has all my yarn in it that I have kind of used and it's become a decorative, a decorative feature in my little office. So I look at it and it's, you know, it's kind of a comforting thing, but it's also reminds me that I need to get my work done so I can get back and work on some of my projects. Oh, I totally agree. I use my office to make jewelry too. So I have all my uh, jewelry findings in little drawers on shelves. I have a collection of pictures that from when my kids were small, anything to make it feel like this is your space. 
I think would make people feel more comfortable working from home. Now they're probably listening going, yeah, right. What do you know? Because a lot of people have been forced to work home and they haven't been prepared. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That I think. And that's kind of, as I was saying with my husband's office, he kind of came home, brought all of his stuff in and just started plugging things in everywhere. There was one, he used his antique table of mine as his desk and that was in one corner. And then he kept saying, you know, there it's cold in here. It's warm in here. And I, I said to him, but let's just, let's take a moment and think about what you really need, how you really want to work. And he happens to have three computer screens. So I said, you know, why don't we put the computer screens against the wall? That way you're not going to have the problem of, you know, throwing a blanket, which yes, he took an ugly brown blanket and threw it across my windows so he could block some of the light out from the computer screens. And as a designer, one knows that when our delicate designer sensibilities are upset, it's never a good thing. So I finally convinced him to allow me to relay out the furniture when he was very opposed to it at the, you know, at the beginning, but I said, look, now I don't have to have the blanket across the window anymore and you're out of the air conditioning and all of your things are nice and neat and there's a chair next to you where I can sit. So you're set up a little bit more comfortably and I really do think he is working more efficiently and more effectively now that we've been able to make the arrangement, his desk arrangement, more suitable to an office I'm going to guess that your husband is not a designer, obviously. No, (laughs) we'll just leave it with that two letter answer. (laughs) But I think with designers, if you're working from home, we all have to, um, we work in pretty, we can't work in ugly, right? That's true. That is true. So a brown blanket across a window, that would bother me because that would be ugly. Yes. So I just, you know, I just bit my tongue for a few months until he was finally ready to have. I give you credit for that. You have no idea. You don't know me well. Um, So I really did uh, take some time for him to be able to be comfortable with working from home because it was something that he always was morally opposed to. Now he doesn't commute. It's kind of nice. We go for a walk in the morning. But I did bite my tongue about it. And I just said, you know, just walk past it because it's only a temporary situation and this too shall pass. You mentioned something that's important. You can't just say, I'm going to use this space in this room or I'm going to use this closet. Um, You can do that. But as you're using it, you find different things to tweak so that it does become your space. So that as you're working there, you can say, oh, yeah, I like the pencil sharpener because I use pencils um, on this side or I want to do a file drawer here. So don't think this is all going to happen overnight. Very rarely does it when you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the difference, you know, for a do it yourselfer is going to have a different approach to somebody else who, you know, if you're working with a designer, let's say who, or somebody that can help you plan your space a little bit better um, mm. that will say, Hey, I see that you're right-handed, you know, so maybe you want to have, you know, the phone on the right side of the desk rather than the left side. Or, uh, you know, another thing that's really important is you need to have a place to plug things in. And I think that's another thing that people kind of forget. They have all these electronics and there, there's no place to plug things in. So as I said, we need to get a, you know, one of those larger kind of battery backup um, Mm -hmm. things that can accommodate the printer and the computer and the telephone and the cell phone charger and the iPad and the laptop. So, you know, things like that, that you have to, um, you work through as you're going along. But I do believe that as much as humans are very adaptable, and I do believe humans are adaptable, once they get over the initial shock of having to be adaptable, um, I think they are able to, you know, make their surroundings work. And um, 
And it is important to, you know, have that little personal, that personal touch that's in there. I, I think what you had said was great about having, you know, pictures of your kids and, you know, maybe having some of your other jewelry making things that you like to have. Um, I happen to get a great rug. I really love rugs. So I have this amazing rug that I put in this space. And, you know, if I'm having a, a tough day, I just like to put my feet on it and just know, <laughs> just Aww. know that, you know, I have that one tangible thing and I can think of who else is walked on this rug what other houses has this rug been in so everybody can have something like that that when you're having a you know having that moment if you're a yankees fan that you can have a yankees bobblehead if you're uh you know um i'm not sure who the asu are they are they the sun devils i'm sorry i don't oh, exactly correct. know who yes. they are they That's are it's a jeopardy <laughs> question you just got it right well my son was a swimmer and he used to go to uh camps out there at asu he actually loved oh. the school um you know so maybe you can have some alma mater things around with you or just just something to just soften the space for for you mentally to be able to be successful in your working space yeah i think your space should actually show your personality absolutely Absolutely. And now that you're at home, to be honest with you, you can do it so much more even than you can, you know, in an office area where you're in a cubicle, maybe in an open floor plan, you know, you couldn't really do some of that. So, you know, there are some advantages that I think if we, we sit down and look at it that working from home can provide. They can also provide challenges, which is why some of these, these other thoughts I think are, um, are important to, um, you know, to just keep in mind, whether it's storage and file cabinets or whether it's, you know, what you're sitting on or whether it's, you know, what, whether you have a good connection, a Wi-Fi connection that goes out because everybody in the house is using it while you're working. You know, all of those, those are stressors that I think once you work through them and you take care of them, you can really improve your working environment at home. Yeah. I was reading a list um on a blog that I found online about home offices. And one thing they did say, which we haven't mentioned, is depending on your job or what you do, do you need a door? And that's important. Do you um, do you need a space that's private and you have to block out the sound from the dog and the six kids? Or can you do your work out in the living room in a corner where the noise isn't going to bother you? So I think that's really important. A plan ahead. I guess that's what we can say. Just plan ahead. Yeah, as much as you can. You know, if you if you have the time to be able to plan. But um, I think you're you're absolutely right. You have to think about okay, and as you're home more, the way you use the office may may change. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're just setting up a spot that you know you you need to be in the middle of house central and you're watching the kids and you're you know maybe doing whatever work you need to be doing from your the spot that you're sitting in. Um, you know, then you can probably, if you're, you know, if you're the, the chief, the chief of staff at home, you know, you might want your, your desk in a different location than if you are meeting people, you know, maybe a medical professional or something who's, who's speaking with patients is going to need to have a more quiet, more private, more removed, um, place to be able to have their office so that there, there are other issues that are important to be considered in for privacy for both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, my daughter used to work at home uh, for a specific job she had for a long time, and then she changed jobs and she goes to an office. But in the many years that she worked at home, she trained her dogs to be very quiet and to sit by her feet. Now, that's an important thing. We talked before about everybody wants to have their dog walking through their Zoom meeting, but train your dogs to be quiet, just like your kids. You can train them to be quiet. 
right? No, <laughs> it's true. Trainable. It's true. A friend of mine is a third grade teacher and she when they literally went from being in school on Tuesday to being at home on Wednesday. And mm-hmm. um, she has a very lovable pup and all of her students, you know, know her dog and know his name. And uh, he would sit underneath this, um, the coffee table in, in her sunroom, which is where she set up her school office because she could close the door. And uh, one day, one of the kids said to her, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, you know, where's B? Where's with the dog? And all of a sudden he popped up because he heard his name and he kind of put his nose right into the, right into the middle of the computer screen. And she was mortified. She's like, no, 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 sit, sit, sit. The kids yeah, thought it was kids. hysterical. The kids thought yeah. it, was, it was hysterical yeah. and they were actually very happy to know that her dog was having class with yeah. them. Yeah. So. No, that, that would be interesting yeah. if, you know, for the kids, I would yeah. say if she's having a board meeting with uh, the president yeah, of the company. Probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably wouldn't no. work. yeah. I just want to bring up one quick point and I know you have to go. Um, we're talking about adults working from home, but what are the kids doing now that, I don't know if in New Jersey they opened up the schools, but I think most of the states, they have different rules. Some of the schools haven't opened yet. Some have. Uh, and these poor kids have to uh, do their whatever they're doing online, what, in their bedroom at the kitchen table. So they have to have a special spot, just like the adults. Yeah. I'm, for schools here, for the first two weeks in our area, they're all virtual. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, that has been, you know, the kitchen table has become the new classroom for many, many people. And um you know, I think older kids, they're able to work in their rooms. I know once my, my kids reached, I think, um, fifth grade, they had a desk in their room and that's where they did their homework. But I think for younger kids, um, you know, they're not used to sitting at a desk. They're not used to sitting in front of a computer screen all day long. So they are more, you know, um, in the open areas of the house. So that has, um, that has impacted um, things quite as well. We started designing a lot of basements. <laughs> you know, I said it's the most par- valuable piece of real estate in mm-hmm. anyone's home right now. Um, and it's just for that. So they have learning centers. We're setting up learning centers for kids. We're setting up movable places where they can have a place that they can have a computer and set up and do homework. They can have a place that they can do gym. You know, they have a place that they can do art. So it's really changed quite a bit the way design is happening. Yeah, lifestyle. Everybody's lifestyle has changed. I miss my basement. In New Jersey, we did have a basement. In Arizona, you, well, maybe you can go through 200 houses before you find a basement. So that's Mm. not... That's not something that we have a lot of, but Hey, this was fun. And you're going to come back and visit us again. And I'm not going to tell everybody what we're going to talk about, but I hope you had fun. I look forward to it. This was great. I love chatting with you. I have lots of things to chat about. We can chat all day long. We could. And both from New Jersey. I love it. All right. So uh, I hope everybody enjoyed our little chat and I hope they learned a lot. They can subscribe, they can rate, or they can comment on the platform that they're using. I'm on 23 platforms, that's a tongue twister, including iHeartRadio. So if you're listening and you enjoy, don't forget to share them with your friends. These podcasts are just loaded with information for your home, for your life, and um, for fun. Last week I did one on wine. No, two weeks ago I did one on wine. That was fun. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for myself or for Sharon, email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Sharon, this was a dream. I love talking to you too. And I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. 
And I want everybody to stay safe and have a great day.